0: Hello, we're glad you joined us for Stand Up, Be Heard, the podcast. At Ford's Theater, we believe in the power of storytelling and using our voices. On this podcast, you'll hear student voices and perspectives about issues that are important to them. We invite you to open up, check any biases, and hear what they have to say. Welcome to the Brain Train. Today we'll be talking about sports injuries, more specifically football. As many of you know, football is a common sport played mainly amongst high schoolers, but it extends up to the range of about 30. It's a very physical sport with uh, contact hits happening on almost every play, thus resulting in many injuries. As these injuries continue to occur in America and all around the world, we need to find a way to solve them. A recent study from the CDC shows that 8.2 million injuries happen per year from the ages of five to 24, a mass majority happening in football. There are precautions that we can take as citizens, coaches and players to help prevent these injuries, but there's only a certain extent to which we can follow these. Such Such precautions include training well, not overworking your body, and realizing when you need to stop. A lot of these injuries occur from people overworking their bodies. Such injuries include sprains and tears, but some of the non-preventable ones include concussions and breaking bones. However, there are still ways we can improve upon these injuries. Today we will be joined by a former football coach of Skyview High School. He coached over two decades in many sports including girls basketball, football and tennis. Once he joins us today, we'll be discussing ways he thinks we can prevent those injuries and what he saw in his years of coaching. General, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, how, long have you, how long were you a football coach for Skyview? Holy cow. Uh,
1: I believe, if I think back to all the years, I was probably a football coach for 24 years.
0: Mm-hmm. Any other coaches or any other sports you uh, coached in?
1: Uh, I was. I did basketball, track, and football for here for 14 years in a row. Um, then I did uh, college football before coming to Skyview and uh, kind of been in and out of basketball and track.
0: Uh, what sport did you see the most injuries in?
1: Um, well,
0: I'll tell you what, that's a good question.
1: Uh, quite a few in, in, in football. Yeah, and just because of the numbers, the number of kids that it takes to play football compared to some of the other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, track and field saw a lot of not what I would call major injuries, more just like, you know, hamstring pulls, quad pulls, things like that. But I would say girls basketball is one of the number one things as far as for major injuries and in that we just saw a lot of ACLs, you know, with with the, with the female athlete.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going down to those football injuries. How did those injuries affect the morality of the team?
1: Uh, you know, <laughs> No, I think for for a young athlete to get hurt is one of the toughest things to handle because uh, you not only you know I mean you you you're injured and and uh, you're going through rehabilitation pain and hopefully not a an operation but mentally it's really hard on you because you kind of feel disconnected and so I know as a coach I've always tried really hard and and it is hard because you're so busy and things like that to, to help that injured athlete stay connected with his group and stay connected with you as
0: coaches so it's not only like a physical recovery but also like a mental recovery very much so uh uh what do you think needs to change in order to because right now like as of 2020 uh we had the highest amount of sports injuries uh, of all time so what do you think needs to be like one of the changes that can reduce those numbers a little bit you know i wonder
1: i uh, Going back to coaching football, I, I think the injuries that I saw most frequently were kids that did not do much during the off offseason. I, I think offseason preparation is huge. And, you know, a lot of people just look at it as, oh, I'm getting bigger, stronger, faster. And, you know, I'm, I'm working my way into that starting lineup or maybe an all-state position. But really, truly, it's for the safety of the athlete's.
0: Yeah, so it's not so much as you're trying to prevent, or it's not so much you're trying to recover from the injuries, but you're trying to prevent them originally from the first place.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a big part of your, you know, your preseason, off season, you know, training would be flexibility and you know, uh, endurance and and just it it is it's a injury prevention.
0: Uh, How did how did you take injuries personally when you saw like one of your players get injured? How did you handle that? Probably
1: that's been probably the biggest change I've had in my career as I've gone through 37 years of coaching. Um, you know, early on, you know, I probably didn't handle it. Um, it was very emotional right off the bat. And, um, I didn't do really, um, Oh, I, I would say, you know, you got to kind of look at your drill setup sometimes. You know, I, I think more often older coaches will sit back and say, all right, you know, what was the drill setup like? Could I have done something a little bit different to help um, prevent that injury um, compared to early on? Um, I know early on in my coaching career, we didn't have any time limits on how much contact we could have during the week. Uh we could we could hit all week long and now there are different states have different rules on how many minutes of contact you can have.
0: Yeah. Uh and then so there's a lot of the smaller injuries, you know, like like tears or like sprains. But one of like one of the most common injuries is a concussion and mm-hmm. on probably arguably one of the most scariest ones because that does so much to the brain. Uh do you think that there should be any like more like a uh, concussion protocol added or if we should like uh keep as because the concussions continue to go like higher and higher, so mm. obviously something needs to change. Uh, do you think it's like just more of like a preparation thing, advanced or like padding to the helmets more? Or
1: well, I, I'll tell you what; those helmets have have been um, redesigned over the years um, to hopefully help prevent the major, you know, head injuries and neck injuries. Um, I, I think the companies have done a great job with that. But the problem is, is as as they do that, it's more expensive now for the schools. Yeah. And so you know, um, training for coaches, um, that has been something like like every year I have to go through training you know for uh, con- concussion prevention and recognition. And then I think the biggest thing is is how you bring a kid back from a concussion. That's to me has been the biggest change in the last you know 15 years. Um, I can remember in high school, my first concussion, it was here's some smelling salts and i get back in the game. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's changed quite a bit since then.
0: So do you think if you had a higher budget when you were coaching, it would have allowed you to uh, prevent some of the injuries that you saw?
1: No, not really, because we're, we're pretty fortunate in the AA. you know, that, uh, you know, like our helmets, our helmets get checked. We have to send them in at the end of the year. Coaches will inspect them and then we will send them back to uh, companies for reconditioning, it's called and then they send it back to us and and so um no we're, we're pretty lucky in the double a
0: as you can see some of us experienced coaches don't know the solution to this problem as there is preventatory actions we can take to prevent these situations from happening such as training hard but not overworking our bodies there's only a limit to the butchies work Certain injuries like concussions and breakages happen and there's simply nothing we can do to stop those. An increased budget or improved padding will not solve these. There's only so much that a human body can take and at a certain point it gives into these injuries. That's why it's so crucial for us to improve the training facilities, the way we help, and the way we prevent these injuries from happening, especially to our youth. We can't have their bodies and their minds be deteriorating at such a young age. Thank you for listening to The Brain Train. I'd like to thank our audio producer, Chance Larson, our researcher, Bryson Williams, and our scriptwriter, Nicholas Sparts. Tune in next week when we'll be talking about basketball injuries and how they've affected the world on a national level. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you'll check out our other episodes.